Welcome, Welcome back, to guys. possibly the final episode of the season. It's getting rough, guys. It's getting rough. I'll tell you, the streets are abandoned. We didn't just... even fist bump when you came no, in. No, this is the first time. We air fist bumped. We air fisted. Yeah, that's the air fisted. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm stuck here just dealing with uh, seasonal allergies. Hopefully it doesn't turn into the coronavirus. If it does, you're completely fucked now that you're just sitting yep. in my room. Yep. No, I'm kidding. It'll be fine. I've been, <laughs> I've been taking a lot of Dayquil and NyQuil. Um, just cranking the pills. Cranking the pills, honestly. <laughs> but it's just, it's getting a little scary. So uh, we're going to talk about that um, and, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. On, we, on the podcast. Hey, roll the intro. Warning, the following pre-recorded podcast will blow your mind. Broadcasting to Anchor, YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Recorded in Cole's parents' basement. This is Small Small YouTube Channels Talk. Welcome to the possibly the final episode of the season, guys. guys. You guys have seen our character development, how um, our reactions to this coronavirus has truly developed. um, We didn't care. You know, actually, the entire time that we've been doing this podcast, the coronavirus has been existing because we started it. This is December. We are speaking textbooks. Right now. Screw the Slick Trigger podcast. This yeah. is a Corona podcast. This is a Corona podcast now. Yeah. Lads and gents. Uh, <laughs> you know, we were working on set of Slick Trigger. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well get that out of the yeah. way right away. Um, yeah. So, basically, uh, I think we – I don't know if we're going to come back for season one, but we're going to – Depending kinda, on how this week goes. Depending on how this how this next week goes – um, we are basically going to kind of indefinitely uh, postpone the rest of the season. This might just be uh, the end of season one. Um, when we do come back, obviously, we'll try. We'll, when we do come back, we want to be trying video, which is a uh, big step. Big step. You guys are going to love it. Hopefully so. I hope they like it. Oh, they will. We'll right. force them to. We'll, we'll force them yeah. to. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, there's just a lot of plans, um, and yeah, I don't know, it's just a scary time. I tell scary you, time. you know what, during these scary times, you know what would be a great topic what? is what you posted on your Facebook. Yes. That'd be a very good topic. So uh, I'll, I'll just kind of start from the beginning. So I was kind of thinking about, you know, everyone's staying home, and we're all kind of realizing they can't hear it, but wow, Charlie's just being Charlie's going so off. He's going off. He's just yelling at us. <laughs> Anyways, so I was thinking, you know, everyone's at home. Everyone's kind of relying on, you know, Netflix, Hulu, the stuff, YouTube, the stuff that they have to kind of stay sane. Would you then consider the entertainment industry essential in the time of? Everybody needs to stay home, you know, when 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 we're all trying to quarantine ourselves. And my personal thought was, yes, like kind of like I do think it's kind of essential. What what is what is your take? You know, I've been kind of thinking about this because that was a very great 
question because you know, being the entertainers we are, are we want to say yes. Obviously. Right. Like, obviously, oh yeah. yeah. You know, it's like oh yeah, our job's essential. Yeah, Please, essential. come on, <laughs> yeah. Making YouTube videos. Yeah. Come on, you know. <laughs> um, but the more I thought about, you know, okay. So depending on the stage we're at, mm. at this point, I'd say yeah, it's essential. But is it absolutely vital? Right. No. I don't think it is. I mean, if it got down to like literally survival, no. Yeah. But where we're at right now, I'd say yes. In terms of like uh, keeping streaming services up, making new content, not necessarily essential, but like say at least keeping Netflix and Hulu and all those programs running, of mm-hmm. course. Right. But we luckily aren't in that survival yeah. phase right now. Yeah. And I think because entertainment is really, I mean, it can really help with, I think like people's, I mean, we hear a lot about like the mental health issues are like going really high right now. You know, there's lots of stress, depression. I think entertainment can really help with those things, you know. Of course, yeah. Um, Giving you something to take your mind off what's going on in the world, you know, and that's kind of why we do what we do. Right. I mean, this podcast, you know. Right, because it's all about, you know, making a difference and... Trying to postpone any sort of negative feelings sometimes. Um, last night I I was in a very I was in a very upset mood, and I was like, I know the best way to to get myself out of out of any mood is usually to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. It's usually that lightens my spirits, even if it's a sad movie. You know, then I'm like learning. Right? Yeah, and it takes and, your mind off. Of right. Yeah. I watched Jojo Rabbit. It's a great film, by the way. Very funny. Is also it? super depressing really? because, you know, it's set in Nazi Germany. Yeah. Um, but in otherwise, a great film that did lift my spirit right before I go to bed. So, you know, I didn't go to bed like, oh, I hate the world and I hate my friends and all this yeah. sucks. Quarantine, blah, 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 blah. It's just like it's uh, it's just a good at least for me, it's a good uh, expression of yes. emotions. Yeah, very true. Um, I recently, okay, so I was on like the biggest um, uh, movie movie kick. Like I just want to watch every movie I possibly could. And um, obviously doing what we do, that's a great thing to be doing. I mean, I honestly feel like if I spend a day watching movies for what I want to do, I feel that that's somewhat productive. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, we're learning. That's like our like learning, you know, watching movies. Um, And then I kind of got out of it um, once college hit, because then I got, I switched to the mindset of creating. Right. And I was like super, but I never actually got the, the chance to create because I've been waiting for this summer to make our next movie. And that was the struggle. But Mm -hmm. I decided last week, I was like, you know what? I haven't watched like really gotten in. Like I've watched movies over like the past couple months, obviously, but never like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch this and learn, you know? So decided to watch Ozark. Oh, is that the Netflix show? Yep. Um, I got through like the first five episodes and I'm like, all right, actually I started Breaking Bad back in 2017, never finished it. So I'm right. going to go back, finish that. Then I'll watch Ozark. Right. So now I'm going to watch Breaking Bad and I'm on like episode, season two, episode one right now. Wow. Breaking Bad's my favorite show of all time. Really? Yeah. And then it goes Better Call Saul, which is same universe. In, in some ways a better show. It's like less like action filled. It's more just like straight visceral drama. It's uh, like those two shows are so good. Um, and then The Walking Dead. Mm. And The Walking Dead is like 
mostly filler. It's not that good of a show, but it has some of the best moments, in my opinion, like in TV history. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. It just has a good place in my heart, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I totally get that, though. Like, just wanting to, you know, throw yourself into movies and TVs and stuff. I've been trying to... uh binge the entire bond franchise i think we talked about that a while ago and i could not get past the first movie i couldn't i just i just can't do it so i've been trying when was that made the very first one that was 2007 oh are we talking about the the daniel craig bonds yeah okay i thought you were talking about like very first very very like oh that that might be a little bit hard yeah that would be a big task (laughs) But I'm I'm just like so I've been kind of like maneuvering around that. Um, I'm gonna watch Doctor Sleep next, which is a sequel to the The Shining, mm-hmm. which is another classic. Um, I watched Interstellar. The holy shit that mo- that movie was freaking insane. Have you was that the first time you've seen That's Interstellar? First time when I've did you watch it. that? Um, I had to watch that maybe two days ago. Okay, that's yeah. a Nolan movie, right? Yeah, and that was the very first time that I'd seen it too, which is weird be, being a Nolan movie, how it took so long for me to watch yeah. it. Same, I still haven't seen it. It's and I really so wanted to. Good. I was going to watch it uh, after I took astronomy over in my J term in January. Um, and we were like learning about planets and stars, and you I should, was just fascinated. You should definitely by it. just watch it. Just, just watch it. Does it take you someplace else? It's crazy how emotional the film is really like it's like it's it's very science based you know nolan likes to mess with time you know in yeah. his film it's yeah. obvious with the inception inception that he does that but there is like you know like the whole thing about like space and like traveling in space is like um you're aging different than the than people on earth are aging just by like a fraction of a hair mm-hmm. but then they make that real by going to a planet where every hour you spend on it is 7 years on earth no and way. that happens just like and you know he gave, he gets back on a spaceship and there's like video messages from his children who have like aged like 20 30 something years and it's just super emotion it's like a crazy film it's like it's just so insane it's wow. it's kind of messing with time in the same way that uh reality bleeding is where like you know you're kind of like uh, a couple seconds spent in it is actually like days or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's like it, it's hard to wrap your head around the first time, mm-hmm. but I think I understood most of it. You should definitely watch it. Okay, all right. Well, I okay. This brings up a plethora of topics just from what you said there. Sure. Okay, so I really wanted to watch Interstellar. Never got around to it because I thought, um, I guess like each time, and I'm not one that's like oh like. Um, it's too long. I'm not going to watch it. But that one just seemed kind of long. It's a pretty long film, but trust me, it does not feel long. No, it's worth it. It's totally worth it. Like Wolf of Wall Street is the quickest movie. It's three hours long. Really? It's three hours. Have you ever seen Wolf of Wall Street? No. That's a, that's another film. I'm that so I excited watch. for you to watch that. <laughs> I would like to watch that with you for your first experience, really? your first true experience. It's just maybe well, we'll wait till after quarantine. To oh, <laughs> it's so good. Okay, so. But yeah, like that goes by like literally, like it feels like an hour movie. Sure. You know? And it, um, okay. So yeah, I'll totally watch that. Um, second of all, uh, do you 
I watched this movie called Rounders on Netflix. Okay. Okay. Um, and it's about like this poker player who kind of like hustles people and stuff. It's a really cool movie. Um, they try way too hard to be to use like terms that like only poker players would know. Yeah. You know, like one of those movies where like they try to be like so like I took a half rack on a twelve. You know, give oh, me yeah, yeah, yeah. like okay, I don't know what that means. Sure. <laughs> and Doctor even, Who has like a lot of like just mindless. Like words in there, they're just showing how yeah, much smarter like, than you. Oh, they I took are. a I took a half turn on a on a quarter pipe, and then yeah. you know, I, <laughs> it's like, it's okay, like I don't know, like, I don't know what any yeah. of this means. So yeah, so be, that being said, are you a subtitles guy or not? Um, yeah, I am more of a subtitles guy. I mean, in terms of like, like, like just all the time. Or well, see, I don't know because I I watched that movie with subtitles. I would probably have zero idea what was going on if I didn't. Um, and I'm usually pretty good at following plot lines, but I prefer. So I mean, okay, so I prefer not to have subtitles most of the time, unless for some reason most of the film you can't really understand what they're saying. Like obviously, I want subtitles if I can't understand what they're saying. Uh-huh. But for so so here's an, another weird thing with anime I prefer dub but when I'm watching a foreign like uh like an international foreign film like, like when Parasite. I watch Parasite I watch that with subtitles. Yeah. Um and sometimes I feel like it subtitles takes me out of the movie watching experience just a yeah. little bit cuz then you know you have to focus on what you're reading and not Sometimes you read it before they say it. Right. And, yeah. But it's also like the way it was performed, you yeah. know. And um, at least in that case, with English spoken movies, stuff that I can understand, usually I keep the subtitles off. Yeah, I agree. Like, I totally thought, like, okay, when I watched Dunkirk for the first time, it's a very hard movie to understand if you don't have subtitles, personal opinion. I agree. No, I agree. First time I watched it, like, I was was amazed, but I didn't understand everything that was going on. Yeah, I watched it for the first time, no subtitles. Zero idea what was happening. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I'm, and I get, like, like, I could, obviously, like, I'm not, like, like, no idea what was happening. Like, I, I basically knew. Right. Would have been nice to know, but I really just wanted to take in, because that was such a visual movie, I just wanted to take in the visuals. Right, yeah. Some. And so I'll probably watch it again with subtitles sometime. Um, But. Which is a great film. Yeah. It's so good. It's a very good film. It's unfortunate that. Because, you know, some scenes are like, you know, on the beach and there's like fucking bombs being dropped on them or, you know, they're in the air in a dog fight. So, yeah, sometimes you can't always hear the characters super well. Or they're like talking their low British voices. It's (laughs) It's hard enough to understand what they're saying when they're British. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, I totally get that. Um, I guess... Have you seen uh, Parasite yet, or like you have you watched any sort of foreign um, film that has been considered like you know one of the best? Um, oh, I know I have. Um, it's been a while since I have seen like a true like foreign film. Sure. Um, I've seen films obviously that are okay. Does Inglorious Bastards count? <laughs> Um, a lot of that movie is uh, that's an American movie. Uh, I'd say, well, mm, it's like you know, I mean, like he like genuinely went for like the I want German speaking German, yeah. and, you know, that kind of thing. So I mean, 
like the heart is there, but it's it was made by an American. Yeah. yeah. When I, when I first watched Inglorious Bastards, it was on my Chromebook at school, so I got it off this website and there was no subtitles to it. But in like the actual movie, like you actually need the subtitles to understand. I didn't know that. I thought like it was just like an artistic thing, like <laughs> like you're not supposed to know what they're saying. So I literally watched like an hour and a half of that movie, and no idea what was going like, on. It's like okay, when are we gonna? You're get like, to wow, Tarantino's a genius. Yeah, I was like, like not understanding I a word. No of idea what's happening. No, yeah, um, no. First time I watched that, I was surprised by how much of the film was subtitled because yeah. it's like seventy five percent of the film. Yeah, it's like most of the film, which is honestly kind of crazy. Uh, I think I do think that that film is one of Tarantino's best because Tarantino's best is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Inglorious Bastards and Django Unchained. In those that order, those films are so good. Maybe not in that order, but those three films mm. are very hard for me to distinguish between each other. Reservoir Dogs is my personal all-time favorite Tarantino film. See, here's the thing: like I love Tarantino as much as the next guy. Right. Django Unchained was, I think that was like the first movie that I watched. Where I'm like, oh, this is Tarantino. Like I'm gonna keep watching him. Right. You know. And that set the bar, like, super high. Because for me, that's my personal favorite. Just because, I mean, the action. It's so the, good. The dialogue it's is just, just so great. Good. yeah. Um, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to start from the beginning. Reservoir Dogs. I watched it. I was like, oh, this is good. Um, And I didn't really understand his style. Mm-hmm. So then I watched Jackie Brown, which is dubbed as one of his lesser best movies. And it was. It's not bad. But it's not. I didn't really like it. If I'm sure. being dead honest, sure. I just think he, he, I mean, yeah, he's good at dialogue, but I think he can fall in love with his dialogue a little too much sometimes. Oh yeah. For Personal sure. preference. For sure. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, great movie. Great movie. I thought it was a fun ride. I love that film. Um, Long. <laughs> yeah. Very long. <laughs> yeah. Worth the wait. Yes. Oh, yeah. But it loses points for rewatchability in my opinion. I agree. Just because, like, I'm not going to sit through that whole thing again, you know? Right, and it's super long. I know, it's like, Inglorious Bastards, though, it has... That's a good one. It has pretty good rewatch. It has good Brad Pitt's probably best performance in that. Oh, you can tell he had fun with the role. Oh, yeah. That's that's when you get the best performances. Yeah, and then, honestly, just... Well, and, and the thing is about, like, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is no one was, like, underperforming in that film, but the fact... The way Tarantino just dragged it out, like you could tell it was kind of like his most mature film because there isn't like a lot of action. It was like purely dialogue and trying to understand stuff. Yeah. Um, But I just totally agree with you that like there's just like something about that film that just seemed a little bit incomplete almost. Yeah. It's it's like when you have the concept – wait – Incomplete Inglorious Bastards or Once Upon a Time? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. When you have such a good concept, like, sometimes you do have to just give the audience what they want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, everybody just wants, sometimes just like, okay, come on, can we get to the point here? Instead of like a 20-minute talking scene. Yeah. Where it's like, look how good I am at writing dialogue. It's like, okay, you know what? Yeah, and there's that one scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where he's like at the ranch or whatever with all the people from like the Manson family or whatever, like the cult. And it's like, Ooh, super, Ooh, the suspense is real. Oh my God. Are we going to see Marilyn Manson was, or not 
Yeah, yeah. We're are we gonna see him? Oh my god, this is fucking insane! And then it's not him, and it's like a bull. Like it was like that. It just felt like no, like it was just pulling our tail. Yeah. Like we didn't come to see. Like we came to see Tarantino. Like why didn't you? You always give us what we want. Why did you not now? Yeah. Give us what we want, and maybe that's just the consumer talking in me. But I, it just did not feel like. It felt like Tarantino, but not Tarantino, if that makes any sense. Right, yeah. 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 I don't it's, know, it was, it was a little weird. Some, there was some letdowns. But, um, no, yeah, I thought, I think the films that, in my opinion, do the best are, all right, all right, Here, tell me your opinion on this. So, sure. did you ever watch the movie, oh, shoot, what was it called? It was on Netflix, major plot twist movie. About the guy and his daughter. His daughter goes to a hospital, and then yeah, he can't you sh- find yeah, his you daughter. told me to watch it. Yeah, did you watch that one? Yeah. Okay, I did watch that. At the end of the movie, okay. First of all, I thought that, that movie was like really intriguing. Like I was like, okay, what's gonna happen? Um, at the end of the so, at the end of the movie, you find out that everything that he saw, like this nurse was pushing a cart that had, like, a liver on it, like, human organs and stuff, and, like, you thought that they were, like, cutting up humans. But then when it shows flashbacks, it shows that they were actually just, like, medical supplies. Totally right. not. Yeah. I felt kind of, okay, great movie. I, I appreciate the concept. I still felt something was kind of missing, though. Like, I mean, At they the just, end, when they strapped. It felt a little, like, I didn't like where it ended in the direction where it went. Because yeah. I didn't want that guy, you know, the main character, to be bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's what it ended up being. Like, oh, he always had good intentions. But it would have it would have been a more satisfying ending. Not necessarily um an ending that makes sense, but it would have been more satisfying if something at the hospital would have been going on and like, you know, the townspeople were in on it, the cops were in on it or something. Mm-hmm. Because then it would have you know it would have justified some of the stuff that he would have done, but instead he just like, oh, he killed his wife earlier in the film, and we just didn't see him do it. Yeah. You know? It's like when they straight up just, like, lie to you. Yeah. And I get that there is, like, like that's all part of the deception and the reveal and whatnot, but to some extent, I felt kind of like it was just lazy story writing. Good concept, poorly executed. Yeah. That's what it really was. Yes. Because a good twist isn't something that, you're supposed to be able to like call out, you know? Yeah. It's supposed to be something that you can maybe think in the back of your head, but you're always like, oh, well, it can't be that. Yeah. You know? Oh, no, there's no, you know, watching The Sixth Sense, you're always like, well, what if he's a ghost? Oh, no, that, that that's not what this movie's about. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, I see dead people. And then you're like, oh, I knew it. Yeah. But did you know it? You had an inkling, but like no one thought that that was gonna mm-hmm. be what that the what the twist was. And a great twist too, like um, like when I saw Us, yeah, I was like, when you first when they first reveal a twist, that your first thought is there that's impossible, that's dumb. Why did they do that? That can't happen, right? And then the more you think about it, the more you're like, oh, uh, and then they yeah. reveal it, and you're like, no way. And then you watch the movie a second time, whole new. Meaning to it. Right. You know? And the thing is, with with that twist, that twist felt like, yeah, like, yeah, it's revealed and you're like, oh, that's impossible. And then you realize that it's been kind of slowly been built on throughout yes. the film. And you that start it's thinking not just, back. Right. Yeah. yeah. But with that other film, the Netflix film, it just feel like 
it just felt like it came out of nowhere. Yeah. And like there was no build like building on it. Yeah, like it it's like little, yeah. you thought it was this, but it's not. Right. It's like, oh, like that's a crazy twist, but where's yeah. the where's the proof? Yeah. Like what like yeah, it's it's there, but we you should at least be able to kind of see where the twist is going, even if you're not supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Have you seen Parasite yet? No. I need to see that freaking film. Don't even, don't even watch the trailer. Just download no, yeah. it. Find I, it. I, it I'm has his... one of the, it has one of the biggest twists in film history. Really? It's That's bold. It's. I'm not lying when I say it. It's it's a good well, freaking I film. I am super blind about that movie. Like I've literally tried to avoid any reviews, any anything about it. You know, be just because I want to go in like, all right, I don't know what this is about. Let's see what it is. Hopefully, you come out with the same opinion as me. As it was better than Joker. It is better than Joker. You, you think know? it's better than Joker? I think it has a lot more um, to say than Joker did. See, I thought Joker's plot twist. I mean, I think it's really cool when the main. Okay, so like some films pull it off where the main point of the film is the plot twist. That's great if they can pull it off. Other films, that's pl- they have plot twists, but that's not the main point. Mm-hmm. Movies that can pull those off well. The plot twists and on the main point are the best movies. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Have you seen that yet? Of course. When you find out that his uncle's the thing or whatever. Yeah. Like, not the main point of the movie, but a great plot twist. It's a great plot twist. Adds yeah. so much to the story. Um, what were we just... Joker. Joker. When you find out, like, that girl was an illusion or whatever. Or, like, all this other stuff. Yeah. You know, like... That's the, that's the point of the film, kind of like the mental illness and him going insane yeah. and stuff. And you're like, whoa, like, that's not real, but then there's still more for you there. Right, you yeah. know what I mean? And then when he kills Murray, yeah. that's almost... That's kind of like a plot twist, because, you know, the whole film, we thought that he was going to kill himself. Mm-hmm. But, you know, right before he goes out, there's this look on his face. He's smoking that cigarette. You can just tell. That he's he he's decided he's not gonna do that anymore. Yeah. He knows he knows he's gonna kill him. I just thought, and like we know that we knew that that wasn't that that was gonna happen. That he was gonna kill him. Like we all felt it in our heart yeah. watching that film, but we didn't want it to happen because we've yeah. been rooting for him the whole time. So that's why, even for a twist that we know is coming, it hurts so bad to watch happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I especially think they did a great job of, like, you knew something was going to happen on the stage, but you didn't know what. Right. And when it did happen, like, even if you were expecting that, like you said, like, it was still, to be able to pull off a shock factor on something that you already know is coming is pretty cool. Well, that's the thing about Joaquin Phoenix is his acting is so, like, like real you could tell that he was struggling with like i can't believe i'm about to do this and like you're sitting there watching you're like don't yeah don't but we don't have control yeah of course he's gonna fucking do it and we're just sitting there we're just like oh no no, don't do it or you know like when you watch a movie that you've seen many times and you know something bad is gonna happen and you think that this time it'll change, but it doesn't change. <laughs> it never you know? does. <laughs> never changes. Never does. 
Like every time I watch The Dark Knight, I'm like, Batman, go to the other address, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> Save Rachel, you fucking crusty ass motherfucker. God damn it. And it never happens. Yeah, he's always like, I'm gonna go to Rachel. Yeah. And then he fucking saves dead. Of course Joker was gonna do that to you, uh. dummy. I've seen this movie thousands of times. Oh wait, it's a movie. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's just I don't know. It's good film writing, is it's, what it it's, is. It's good, good, it's, good it's performing too. Good performing too. Yeah, it's just all around good filmmaking. Yeah, that's really what it is. And that's what we hope to achieve this summer. I hope so. I'm I concerned so. about my movie because we were supposed to start shooting very soon. <laughs> yeah, and I think we were thinking May, right? Right before June, yeah, May, May, and then June, and now we don't even know. What's going on? You know, it's I'm really happen. honestly hoping that South Dakota does shut the state down. Because if they do shut the state down, that will at least keep the possibility of it being open in the future uh, sooner be possible. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Nome is basically refusing to shut the state down, which is complete bullshit. Because if we don't do it now, we're going to have to do it later. And we might as well do it now to get it over with so that... You know, in the future, we'll be fine. Yeah. And honestly, it's just what we need right now. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. It's but like when you have to puke when you're sick, you just puke and get it done with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, how much time we got? If I got a point that I could. We were just 30 minutes in. Oh, sweet. We got yeah. a lot of time. We got a so, lot of time. Um, what do you think about this? Sure. Um, sure. Being that we're in quarantine and mm-hmm. people need a form of entertainment. Of course. Um, I don't know that anything like this has been done, but I had a little idea. Okay. Um, you know, we're on the small, small YouTube channels talk. So by the way, this idea has already been copyrighted. You cannot steal it. No, that's right. We've already been to the law. Copyright, uh, uh, Augie Productions, LLC. Productions, LLC. Yep. Anderson Visuals. Yep. All right. So let's hear it. Being that we don't have a budget, B resources, see that many places slash people on hand due yeah. to quarantine. Yeah. Um, what do you think about this? Little maybe ten episodes, three to four minute episodes, cinematic style of a show, a drama. Each episode has a plot twist ending, but they're only three to four minute episodes. Oh, I see. And it's only with what we can do. Yeah. Like it's it's uh, entirely resource filmmaking. Mm-hmm. That would be very interesting. And it's not like Gorilla where it's like kind of that raw style footage. It's like cinematic, like yeah. shot like a movie. Yeah. But it's three, four, five minute episodes. And each episode like has a very twist ending. So you can just cruise right through them. I love that idea. That's a great idea. Think it would work? I think it. I think so. I, mean, I think the only problem we'd run into is getting people together because of everything that's going on. Yeah. But they would could, test our resources. It would test our resources. Um, if we honestly, we could get away with that. We could get away with that, even just with two people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you watch Dee for Darius on YouTube, but I'm he's subscribed. A, yeah. Yes, of course. He made a short film called. Uh, Father's Day, which is like maybe two minutes long, and it's literally just two actors, oh, technically three actors, um, and they're just kind of arguing about, the mom's like, 
uh, to the daughter, like, are you going to help me? Like, I'm tired of you slacking off. And the daughter's like, uh, like they kind of argue a little bit. And then she's like, oh, fine, I'll help you. And then it cuts to the outside, and they're dragging the father's dead body out. And that's why it's called Father's Day. So it's like this, it's like this very visceral plot twist that basically doesn't need any, you know, uh, explanation, you know? Uh, we could probably make it up, you know? Why did they uh, kill the father? Probably some sort of a abuse situation, and, you know, I mean, that's, that's pretty simple stuff. And we could, pr- I feel like we could make a, some sort of thing that's kind of similar to that, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. I... You know, bringing that up, thats a, I haven't, hadn't seen that before. That's a cool – I always think the best um, endings, like obviously Joker, for example, are the ones that are unexplained that are left where you are left you have to, to make it up. have to determine what happened. Yeah. It's open to conspiracy. Conspiracy right. in movies is the best. Like, right, yeah. When you can just talk about um, your own theories, what you think – really happened or you know what I mean right yeah. like that's that because I mean as a filmmaker that's what you want to do it gets people talking about your movie it opens up such discussion on your movie you know yeah Um, it keeps people thinking about your movie right you yeah know? I think that's super cool so like that short film think of all the things what happened after that what right, happened yeah. before it right yeah know. like in The Shining basically most of the film could be explained away as the characters are going insane and they're seeing all this stuff, right? Mm. Until there's a moment where a ghost interacts with something and actually, like, unlocks a door, basically. And then you find out that, like, you know, basically the place has been haunted. They're not seeing anything. But it's it's that it's that watching it and being, like, thinking you understand what's going on and then you're... At, like everything being completely like flipped on its side. Yeah. Like we can make a short film about someone thinks they're being haunted and it's possible that they're being haunted or it's possible that their roommate is fucking with them. And then at the very end, somehow show something that makes you think that maybe the, pl- maybe the place is being haunted and the roommate isn't doing anything, you know, just to kind of like mess with it, but don't show it like, like visually Don't or, just straight or, up tell them Right yeah uh, Like that's what I thought Was a problem With that movie on Netflix That we were talking about Is they yeah. just straight up Showed like oh Okay Right it's, And it should have been Left up more to the imagination yeah. You know and, yeah. and it's not even Doesn't even have Rewatchability value Because When the movie Just straight up lies To you Right, you yeah. can't dissect clues. Which you it can't. did, it did lie a lot. Yeah, I mean, there's one thing of deceiving. There's another thing of just like totally faking out an audience. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like us, we can go back and watch like clues and see because that actually happened. Like in the in the movie, that actually happened. But this other movie, it's like everything you see before that point wasn't even really real. Right, yeah. You're not even sure what is being what what being told to you is the truth and what isn't. Exactly. But with us, every small thing is a detail. Yes. That that is being shown to you specifically because this is important. Exactly. And it will be important later, even if it doesn't seem important now. Speaking of mysteries, have you seen Knives Out yet? No, that's another film that I need to see. You need to watch it. It's so good. I heard that it has a very good twist at the end, too. Great twist, great explanation. Just the way it's a great story. The way sure. they were able to tie everything in. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, 
yeah, there are movies that are cool to be left open-ended, but there is also something satisfying about a movie that has everything closed up at the end. Okay, so talking about twists, let's, because we have to, we always we always do, let's jump on Slick Trigger. All right. Okay. So let's let's go to the original Slick Trigger first. Okay. Um, with uh, Ed's character, Tony, um, suddenly joining the Dukes. Do you think, why did you include that twist? Do you think that twist has aged well? Hmm. That's a very interesting question. Um, because I remember on site we first heard that. We were like, oh, yeah, that's such a cool twist. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yo, yeah. Wow, he's a bad guy. Yeah. But, like, it, it wasn't really motivated by anything, really. Right. So if we dig deep in and we truly thought about everything, it could be explained that, well, he's young. Right. He's easily persuadable. Right. Um. So if we dove into the characters, I don't think that we portrayed – Probably as well as we could have the characters themselves. Yeah. There's like so, maybe one moment where I could point out where maybe it was intentional. We're trying to show something of like maybe he was maybe he was kind of like spying on, you know, because at the end of the first episode, um, Carl's like, ah, go home, kid. You did good. And he's like, OK. And then he shows up on scene later in that in that like uh, mm-hmm. gunfight in like the next episode or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, I thought I told you to go home, blah, blah, blah. Maybe he was like spying on him and he'd actually been talking to the dudes for a while. You know that that possibility always popped in my head. But I wasn't sure. I didn't want to. I didn't, <laughs> didn't want to be too sure if if you were just if that just kind of happened or if or if you like actually planned that to happen or or what yeah no honestly okay so honestly i i didn't i I knew it was all gonna happen you know i had it all planned out no i when i wrote all 10 episodes is all on one piece of paper and i had like four bullet points for each episode Mm -hmm. like this was going to happen this this and this was going to happen for that episode and then we'd show up on set and pretty much just improv every scene oh yeah you know yeah um and so i think for what we were doing on set is we were really just focusing on that scene and not focusing on our characters as a whole which is which back then it was okay but now is not how you should approach it exactly so that being said, I think even with the new Slick Trigger, we could have pulled off that twist better. I, I don't think we dropped many hints at Tony, but honestly, it kind of worked because he was such a side character at the beginning that he became such a main character at the end, if that right, makes yeah. sense. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it doesn't, and it does work. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Where the fact that we weren't dropping hints... Uh, Almost made it like, well, Cyrus could be anyone, you yeah, know? like you almost forget about Tony. Right, yeah, because you're focusing like, on, you know, Cyrus, and you're like, well, once you start thinking about it, you almost don't need to be dropping hints, you mm-hmm. know? Because then, you know, then it's the main uh, main viewer's job to kind of just like, oh, who could it be? Could it be this? Could it be that? Could it, who could it be? Mm-hmm. And then for it to kind of – I remember a lot of people being like – Oh, I didn't. Th- I didn't know it was gonna be Tony, or oh, I knew. F- I knew from the beginning it was gonna be Tony. You know, so there's like obviously varying degrees of how much people were watching. Yeah, for sure. And then it also doesn't help that you know the earring. The earring. I think the biggest <laughs> reason why people knew nothing about the story gave away that it was Tony. Everything that gave it away was 
purely looks. Physicality. Physicality, yeah, yes. For sure. Yeah. And so I think in that part of it, we did well, the story, but attention to detail could have done better. Definitely. You know? So has, other than the two slick triggers, has there been anything else where we've kind of made, had a twist of some sort? I don't necessarily remember I anything. guess 1860. Does 1860 have When a, we find out. I mean, like, your character is like. I mean, it's pretty obvious the entire time yeah, my character's loony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe guess. at the end, do you think, though, when, like, the character's, like, when he was dead, but he's alive? Yeah. I mean, 1861 is the twist, I would say. Oh, yeah, for you know, sure. The, like, fact that, the fact that there is. That he's alive, that I turned bad right, somehow, yeah, you know. Yeah. I just. We I, just had fun with that. I, 1861 was just a, it was, we were not taking that super yeah, seriously. That was just for fun. Even though it's literally on my portfolio website. So, I mean, I have to take it seriously somehow. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just for, when you, depends on who you talk to. Yeah. If you're talking to a boss, you're like, we actually uh, really dove into the characters. Yeah. For, when you're talking to someone else, like, oh, we just made it in an talk hour to your out buddies, on the street. Like, we made it in the matter of four hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, for sure. We just didn't really pay attention to a lot of the stuff because I just the the small idea that I had was okay so you're bad now and here's why and then we didn't dive into why at all and that's it <laughs> yeah like because the original script was gonna be like uh it was gonna explain it a bit more but then once we got to filming it I was like ah fuck it let's just have fun yeah. you know well you know what the tough part is and I've been thinking about this something that we got to be really cautious on on our movies coming up that we're gonna film um quarantine cor corona aside when we do get to filming them um is I think for a lot of when we do film no matter what we film we have we fall into doing the best we can on that scene yeah but not during the scene, focusing on the big picture, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So if so, like I'm just gonna give. I can't use shoreline because it's too undercover for now. Right. Um, sure. You know, say we're say you know we're on set filming a scene with this character, um, who is feeling something from past scene. Mm -hmm. We don't do a good job of portraying that all the time. We just mainly focus on our lines for that scene and what. Um, yeah, it's always like a feel sad because your dad just died. But like, if we would have filmed the scene of the dad dying, then you'd have then the then the actor might have a better understanding of how to feel. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is a big plus to filming chronologically. I agree. You know, Slick Trigger is very out of order. It is. Extreme, the way that we filmed it. The way we filmed it was yeah. extremely out of order. Um, sometimes it's, sometimes you just have to, though. Right. You yeah. know, but, yeah. It's, uh, oh, shit. Sorry I've been yawning so much, guys. It's, I mean, it's just like a rough thing because with my film, we're going to have to shoot it. Not like a, like not like a hundred percent out of order, but like, you know, we're gonna shoot like a lot of the reality stuff and then like a lot of like the in-game stuff. It's gonna be a lot so, to keep in mind. For right, there's gonna be a lot to keep in mind, and it'll be chronologically in order, but not at the same time. So there's gonna be like a lot of planning to do. Yeah. Um, I also just don't know how much we're gonna be able to get done this summer with it, um, but. I'm going to try to get around that, you know, because I don't, I've just decided that I'm not going to be able to get it finished by this year to get it out to festivals like I want to. 
So, oh well. You gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you, you gotta know? do. You gotta and play, I, the, and play the smart game. Yeah, and it's just I think it's just smarter for me to wait. Um, and that that too. So then, one, the film will be better if I if I wait and I spend more time on it. And two, I can submit to more festivals because one, coronavirus has got us canceling a lot of film festivals. Mm. And two, I'll have more money to submit to more film festivals. So. I'll be doing a lot of traveling next year. Mm. And you too with me, assuming that, you know, we get into those film festivals. Yeah. I want you to come with. I think that'd be that's, super fun. That'd be so much fun. I want to win. Think uh, of the vlogs. Want, think of the content. I want to have a shelf just full of, like, like awards for oh, film yeah. festivals. It'd be really cool. That'd be sick. For when we eventually get an office. Well, of course. To put everything in. Of course. The sign slick trigger poster, obviously. Of course, yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> um, really, really soon I want to get uh, the gorilla. I want to get a gorilla poster, Ooh. and then we're going to get the slick trigger behind-the-scenes poster printed. Speaking of which, I sent – I wonder if you responded. I sent Ron a message about possibly doing season two. Oh. Soon. He did respond. I don't know if we should do that soon <laughs> with, you know – Coronavirus. I wonder if he's been staying from home. Does he work an essential job? Does he work at Fleet Farm? Yeah, he works at Fleet Farm. That's essential, wouldn't you say? A grocery store? It's like a Shields-esque. Shields-esque. Yeah. But it's also groceries, right? Isn't right. it? Um, I don't know. I'm I've only sure. been there one time. Should ask him if he's got the essential bug. Yes, the yeah. essential bug. Yeah. Because honestly, I mean, in these times, I would love to be entertaining people still yeah. and getting content on. And grill sure. is such an easy thing to do. And well, it's so funny. Let me tell you this. I had, I don't know if you've, if you, like, obviously you have some sort of idea where you want the first episode of Gorilla to go since we kind of, we kind of gave it a test run filming the first episode right, of the yeah. new season. But I came up with an idea that might um, be fun for us to shoot where... So you guys are like the, you know, the the gorilla errs are dealing with, uh, you know, all this, all this stuff happening where they can't post and they're trying to figure it out. And you're like, you guys are like, oh, well, we at, at least no one knows about this. Right. Because if this gets out, it's going to hurt our reputation. <laughs> yeah. and, then to Gideon subscribers. and then Gideon Finnegan drops a diss track on you guys to kind of like. You know, fill in that drama. He's yeah. like, he's like, you like somehow he finds out. You guys like tell him over the phone. Like maybe he's like, what? Like, hey guys, what happened? And you guys are like, oh, bro, it's bad. You know, we uh, we, we can't shoot anymore. The cops aren't letting us. He's like, oh, that's bad. I'll talk to you later. Click. You get a notification a second later that that a diss track has gone up. <laughs> like, like he was just waiting to confirm it. Yeah. Like he was off the, the distance, like watching with like binoculars yeah. what happened or something. And then it's just like this whole drama with like. He's like rubbing it in that he can post and we can't. So we have to like try to secretly film. And then, uh, okay. Anyways, yeah, yeah, I thought that'd be a fun idea. Yeah. I, I came up with that and I was like, I was like, well, then we could kind of go back to like the, the pseudo fake drama, but without it being for like a our actual YouTube channels. Yeah. Because that was always fun when we were making diss tracks against each other. And a tip of the hat, if you yeah. will. And it'd be, it'd be even more fun if we have to write like diss tracks in character yeah. of these characters. And then, it, I mean, because Humble Jungle is an actual website or yeah, an actual yeah, channel. An we actual could like YouTube actually channel. upload it there. Yeah. Which would be super fun. I just, it was just an idea. That's that a great I idea. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. You heard it here first. 
Confirmed. Confirmed episode plot. You guys already know the plot. You guys already know it. Man, what a special fan base. What a we special have. fan. <laughs> <laughs> like literally like all like the like I've talked about reality bleeding on this podcast and I and that's not even public anywhere else. Yeah. And only on shoreline. this podcast. And shoreline. This only is the minds of the creators. Minds of the creators. Yes. If you listen to this, you're getting everything. That's right. We haven't publicly released either of those films yet, but we're talking about them so Just freely. So freely. You guys so pretty much know what's going to happen <laughs> in all of this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just that's just how it's been. Okay. Well, we're approaching. We're going to be approaching our end here soon. So I guess let's just talk about some quarantine stuff. So how's your week uh, ben, how have, you, how have you been keeping sane? You've been doing a lot of schoolwork. What's going on? Well, schoolwork has not slowed down. Sure. Since um, we all got locked inside. Um, it's getting worse, though, like the restrictions. So pretty much in the beginning of the week, almost, I was playing basketball and, you know, able to do things um, so at, at a, to a certain extent, obviously. But as we got on, the restrictions got more and more. Like, it's like for my family, like, like as your parents, yeah, like restricting more stuff, yeah, like, um, just because I mean, the, the virus is getting more aggressive, right? Obviously, you know, and, and it's spreading more, and we're trying to restrict that spread, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, like, I mean, it's so icy outside and everything, anyways. Oh, yeah, and it and, snowed yesterday, uh, too, and it's just a like Weird time. it went from having really good weather to crappy weather yeah. to really good weather to crappy weather again. You just don't it's know. just How so about you? weird. How's your quarantining going? I've been honestly I'm going insane a little bit. I recorded a YouTube video yesterday. Um and then I realized that it kind of for some reason my phone stopped recording halfway through. So I had to record it a second time. Mm. And then I sat down to start editing and I realized the video was exactly what I didn't want to be posting. And I was like, well, shit, now, you know. What's that? What didn't you want to be? Well, I don't want to be posting, like, you know, like, update videos where I'm sitting down and I'm talking about stuff. And I did try to make it like, oh, here's what I've been doing during quarantine. (laughs) Ha ha, fun. And then, oh, by the way, this is what's going on with the channel. But it, it just turned into an update video. And me sitting there, I was kind of like, this isn't what I want to be posting. You know, this isn't the style. Like you guys, like adventure vlogs could have had a sit down. Hey guys, welcome back to the channel. This is the update, but you did a return in such like a, like a, a way that was unique to you guys, you know? Yeah. Even and, though we gave no real updates. Well, it was a return nonetheless and, yeah. it, and it was in your style. And I want to do that somehow. And I haven't found like a good way for me to do that so i just got kind of angry at myself and i was like i need to find something that's like my style but i don't know what my style is Hmm. it's kind of frustrating well your your channel's always been very very good at um thinking of new like concepts sure you know i mean i mean look at off the grid that was probably like one of my favorite things that you've done. Really? I mean, the fact, the way you uploaded the videos, like how it was like an actual thing, you know, and like just the like found footage sort the of found thing, footage. Yeah. And you know, like I thought that was super cool. Um, so I think 
your style is really doing things in like an unorthodox kind of like unexpected way. Sure. You know, and yeah, I'm just trying to find. So that. what are you trying to do? Like a comeback video? I want to make, I want to have a comeback video without it being the comeback video, you know, mm. like I want to just come back. I don't want to have to explain why I'm coming back. Oh, sure. And you just the, want uh, something to, to put back out there. You're like, Oh, here. exactly. Like, Oh, I'm back. And here's some content. And yeah, it's yeah. not just about me being back. Like it's actual content. Mm -hmm. know? Cause I always, whenever I come back, I always make an update video. And I'm <laughs> like, Hey guys, I'm back. And that's like, I do I, every time I do that, and I don't want to do that again, you know. Yeah. So, like, I'm thinking that this uh, this uh, video about audio and filmmaking and stuff is going to be how I'm going to come back, but I'm still trying to figure out how exactly to kind of formulate formulate it together to make it like a unique style to me specifically. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, if you need any help, give a ring. Of course. But yeah, that's just what I'm struggling with right now. Um, there's just a yeah. lot going on up you know, here in Monoggin. Uh, I feel that. I mean, being, we feel so like we're working our minds harder than we've ever worked them before. Right. And we just can't do anything about it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It sucks. That's the most frustrating part. But yeah, I mean, I'm going to, I'm trying really hard. I mean, what's the future of adventure vlogs in the day of coronavirus? The time. Well, you know, I've I've been craving kind of the vlogging lately, but I I wish I like honestly I've been thinking about it, and if I had a camera and none of this was going on, and I obviously you know I wasn't having to deal with seasonal allergies and shit, I would go out and I would be doing shit because I just feel like I'm just like obviously I'm not like I'm being productive, but. There's only so much you can do when you're just sitting at home. Yeah. Like, eventually, you're going to be doing stuff, and you're not going to feel productive, yeah. even if you are being productive. And we talk so much about, like, making the most of what we have, and so many filmmakers talk about, you know, like, oh, you might not have all the resources. But, I mean, to a certain extent, people aren't just going to watch. I mean, how many times have we used our house as, like, a location? Right, yeah. You know, it's like people don't want – I mean, we ran into this problem so much with the cheese puffs, like, our garage – there's only so much you can do there before yeah. people are going to just say, oh, the man, another video in the garage. You know what I right, mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I totally get it. So that's, you know, trying to expand borders is kind of hard to do in this time. Yeah. Which sucks. But, um, I mean, this really is the time to kind of dial in on what you have and, and figure shit out. and Prepare. Prepare. If you haven't week. made anything in your house, now's the time to do it. You know? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Get those videos out of the way now. <laughs> Get those videos out of the way now so you don't have to worry about yeah. them later. Yeah. yeah. But um, I think that we're going to call that it for uh, this podcast, possibly the last one of the season. Hopefully um, we'll see you guys next week yeah, we'll if let, we don't die. We'll let you guys know on uh, the YouTube channel or maybe we'll all upload a small clip uh, to the podcast here. Um, but anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to the entire season. We've had so much fun doing it's this. It's been great. <laughs> 18 weeks in a row now. 18 weeks. It's been so fun. It's, it's been, been super, legend. It's been legend. It's yes. been super cool. We're glad that you guys have joined us on this journey. We've morphed a lot. We've changed a lot. You've seen the character dev. Yeah, honestly, so much has just happened. Yeah. Just so much has happened. Yeah. You guys want to follow Jack? Where do you go? Adventure Vlogs, feels so good to say that again. The Cheese Puffs, 
and Lane I Boone on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And if you want to follow Big Papa, Cole James Anderson, <laughs> where can they find you? Yeah, uh, that is Anderson Visuals, Cole James Zan, CJA Visuals. That's YouTube, that's Instagram, that's Twitter. I'm um, also check out Coles.polaroids. It's my Instagram account. And I just got my portfolio page back up and running today. CJAVisuals.com. Hey. Check it out. Check it out. And um have a good week and stay safe, guys. Yep. Peace. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Small Small YouTube Channels Talk Podcast with Cole James Anderson and Jack Unruh. And don't forget, new episodes every Friday. Thank you.